Thanks for watching our YouTube video. Thank you for following us on
Welcome to Beer Money Pulling Team. Sit down, shut up, and hang on. Sit down, shut up, Monday, everybody. Happy May Day. Welcome, Jeff Hurt, to Let's Grow Pulling Live. It's all about the Pullers Championship tonight. We're two and a half weeks out from our favorite event of the year. Uh, we kind of came up with this crazy idea a couple years ago to have an outdoor Louisville, and we got to have the mini rods in there this year. And even better, what's more exciting than mini rods than having Jeff Hurt drive a mini rod? Charles, Brent, Ryan, how are you guys tonight? Not too bad, sir. Good. 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 Jeff, can you hear us okay? Appears that Jeff's internet doesn't want. That to is work. the most motionless I've ever seen Jeff in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, somebody should take a snapshot of this. Jeff, are you there, buddy? I know it works because we had him on before when we talked. Oh yeah, about it worked. It worked great last time. I even told him that earlier this afternoon. Huh, Jeffrey? Huh. Well, that stinks. Anyway, May nineteenth and twentieth, everybody, the Polar's Championships. If let's say you've been living under a rock, you've never heard of our event. Um, we got together in 2021 and said, we're going to have an outdoor Louisville. And we invited the top points winners, you know, finishers, top three, top four, kind of depending upon the class, what the guys came up with from the outlaws, from the NTPA, from the PPL and some other major yeah. state associations and, uh, put that in there. And then these pullers have until the end of the year to accept or decline their vote. Right. And then we go from there. Then. The rest of the spots are filled up by the fan vote. I think we had hundreds of thousands of fan votes. Um, this year, like three or four times more than we had last year. So really, really excited for that to get that that engagement. Hurt, can you hear us? Thought I heard him. Yeah, yeah so I did too. I'm gonna kick him off, and then just let him come back on because I'm not sure. He just needs to get a better signal a little bit. But tonight we got three awesome guests tonight. The next the next couple the next Monday is leading up to the our Let's Grow polling is gonna be all about the Polar's Championship. Tonight we have Jeff Hurt. We're trying to get him on with a decent internet signal. Sydney Summers is going to come on about 20 past the hour. And then Doug Meising, our uh, Grand, <laughs> Grand National, our C-Swept, the Diesel Superstock, took it to the Grand National guys. And there was a lot of people that didn't know who Doug Meisinger was a year ago at this time. And there's a lot of people who know who that fella is now because of um, what he was able to do against Schlabaugh, Bone Twister, all the top Diesel Superstocks in the country. So uh, the good man out of uh, Goodland, Kansas, will be joining us here about 40 past the hour. We're hoping Jeff can come back on here again. So. I shot him a message, just told him, you know, whatever you did last time, do that again, try to come back in. So We just had Down and Dirty with the Badger State Tractor Pullers. Don Slama came on tonight there. That was a good show. Um, did an interview, and then um, Don came on, did some live questions there. But And speaking of Don Slama, he is um, one of the classes, the Super Farms, that got added to the show this year. Um, Brent handed out surveys to all the pullers and to the fans and the guys really worked on it. And it was just, we took the feedback from you, the fan, from you, the puller, and we moved some classes around. I, I think we all agree. We're never going to have the same classes every no. year. No. Uh, you're, I mean, you're always going to have pro stocks. Let's be real. <laughs> but I think some of the, some of the 
classes we're going to rotate around. Our goal is a four-hour show or less. I'm trying to explain this. Two tracks. And again, we are working hard um, to collect enough sponsorship to pay for all of our fixed costs. So every single dollar from the poll, from the gate, from the live stream goes back to the pullers. Uh, trying to keep up with Mike Connie <laughs> for 10 grand to win there like he did the Mac trailer. I was hoping to have fun with Hurt. I was going to say, dude, can I borrow 10 grand? I need some bullet parts. But, uh, yeah, I just want to give an update on sponsorship here. Um, last year was a little bit tougher to get sponsorship this year. I mean, we've done pretty well, and so we are still we're still taking sponsorship. So if uh, you want to sponsor, know somebody that wants to sponsor or might maybe interested, uh, just reach out to us. But we are at a point that every sponsorship dollar from here on out will go into the purse. So the more that you, <clears throat> the more sponsorship we get at this point, the more money that we pay to to the pullers. Yep, it's all gravy from here out. So last year, and if you're a puller. And you're watching this and you're competing at the Polar's Championship. Take these next 18 days, guys. Get some stuff up on Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you use for social media. Because the more people that come to this event or pay for the live stream, the bigger your purse is going to be. And that's that's what kind of makes it fun. It's kind of like one of those progressive bingo pots there. We're hoping to get Jeff back on here. His uh he's it's a circle of death. What do you call that in the IT world, Yarin? The, the circle of death. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Jeffrey, hurt. So once we hear Jeff talk to us, we'll start talking a little bit. But we added the mini rods this year. This Help me out, guys. Super farm tractors and four-wheel drive mod four trucks. Drive, correct. So. Yep. And they replaced the pro stock diesel trucks, um, the unlimited super stocks, and two-wheel drive. So. Okay. So. And again, we'll hand out surveys after the event again this year. For the following year to kind yeah, of no, those surveys will be on um on our website and then we'll share them to the facebook page as well so you just have to click a link it's i don't know eight questions or something like that um it's nothing too crazy but we just want to get feedback um from those who watch the live stream to those who attended the event and to the pollers uh, we just want as much feedback as possible to make this bigger and better every year so that's what we were just trying to do and like i said uh, we had a lot of awesome feedback last year that some things that we just didn't think of i mean doing a big event like this for your first time, you're bound to kind of miss something. And last year was garbage cans. So yeah, I was going to, I was going to bring up trash cans. for this year. So um, if you make it this year, uh, that will be one thing. One of the other big complaints was those sitting on the pit side near the announcers tower, uh, that there were some speakers. They had a new speaker system put in last yeah. year. And they forgot to hook up one set of the speakers. So you couldn't hear when you're in that spot. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be a lot different this year. Yeah, we so we were able to figure that one out before the June poll then um, last year, and it was much better. So uh, if you are sitting on that side, you should be able to hear. Um, shouldn't have any issues with that. One thing I wanted to ask everybody tonight, if, you, if you're a regular to our show, you're here every Monday night, you probably know about the Polar's Championship, right? But if you're not, I, I just really want, we really need all of you to make a post about the event and let people know what's going on. Jeff, can you hear us? I can. Awesome. Hey, Jeffy. The first question we have is, Jeff, can we borrow 10 grand? I, got, I, I think he said yes. <laughs> I didn't I didn't hear a very clear no. So. <laughs> uh, it's already spent. It's already spent. <laughs> oh, damn. There goes that idea. Dang it. So. Well, Jeff, we're excited to have the mini rods as part of the Polar's Championship this year, and we're excited to have you 
uh, driving a mini rod and you have stepped into that sat in that seat and done very well for right out of the get-go obviously with a, the big win at the mac trailer winter nationals just just a month ago was that not a good time to have more internet i guess can you get him charles it's it's being real spotty okay you need to take like one step one way and it'll be fine. <laughs> it's usually I what all it takes, isn't it? Top to my phone and it didn't seem to help. Oh, oh, now, oh what are you doing now is good. <laughs> so, don't move. All right. Jeff, can you hear us? <laughs> Jeffrey. Anyway, we have Jeff Hurt with us in uh, in in spirit, in spirit. with us currently. His, uh, his mini rods and his unlimited super stocks um, run better than his um, than his internet does. So they're in Port, Port Clinton, Ohio. Charles, how far is Port Clinton from you, buddy? Ooh, he's he's a good three hours away. Is he? Yeah, he's 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 all of an hour southeast of uh, uh, Bowling Green. So okay, Charles, will you text him and just see if he can maybe? I don't. Does he look like he's at the house? I can't tell. I think That's he's at the, he the show last time. I think he's in, yeah, the, he's shop. in the shop. Okay. So, Adam Wilson said last year was already good. This year is going to be great, no doubt about it. Brett, we thank you for all your uh, promotional support, Adam Wilson. You are the man. Built Diesel Mafia, getting the word out there. Brad Coddell, for being a sponsor as well for the yes, second Thank you for that, too, Adam. Brad Coddell wore my TPC shirt this weekend to get the word out. Thanks, Brad. Yeah. Probably and sat in his house to watch Netflix. What's that? Uh, design should be done here shortly. So, uh, we should have the t-shirt design and t-shirts coming here. Uh, so they will be for sale at the event again. Yep. Awesome. 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 Um, I did see one in there uh, about digging fever. Uh, not going to be able to make it. Unfortunately with them lightening up the tractor, the pole light super full time. Uh, they are waiting on some parts, so they will be unable to make it. And we have its replacement already. The post will be tomorrow, but um, it is Ryan Henley and night trouble. So another diesel is replacing a diesel. Yeah, that we want to, Charles and Leroy want to mix that up a little bit. I know Adam Wilson gets excited seeing diesels in the light super class. Yeah, it's it's always fun. Yep. And actually, there's potentially a second diesel coming because uh, <clears throat> Tom Magee is did not get his turbos yet. And so as right now, we reached out to um, the Little Bad Alice team. And we will see uh, if they accept or decline that. You know, and I think how I think many of that answer is going to be. Yeah, it sounded like Bernie was pretty sure he's going to come, but he just he's going to verify that and make sure. Do um, how many media passes did we give out this year, guys? Uh, well, it was originally ten, and then uh, Morgan Schultz he forgot to put it in his application, so we made an exception, and it's eleven. So it's all everybody that applied to get one. Well, just I wanted to you know give a shout out to Brad Sturgeon down there. You guys, if you're coming to video this event, we. We need you to tell your fans where you're going before. That's one thing we all need to do a better job of is letting people know where we're going to be videoing, where, we're, where our content's going to be at, because that helps the promoter. All right. That promoter's put on that show. You get to throw it on YouTube, make a couple bucks, Facebook, whatever. Please let people know about the Polar's Championship on your social media, on your tags. You know, and the website, you guys, is well done. And I'm not being nice to Yaren, but the polarschampionship.com has everything. He does this for a living. Well, he doesn't make websites for a living. But um, he, he, he's very proud of it, and it does it's awesome. So I want to make sure we got there. Eric, hurt. You're, you look like it might work now. It sounds a lot better now. 
Yeah. It does. Did you plug better. your battery back in or what happened there? So no, I turned up modem and router and all that crap off, turn it back on. That's yeah, a million times perfect. It's a million times better. Um, Wouldn't it be cool if pulling tractors work that way? <laughs> Not really. No Microsoft involved there. <laughs> and then you'd have no reason to wear your what is it, the stupid tractors? I forget what the That's shirt right. was, but stupid pulling tractors. Charles, I'm going to go look for some pictures. You start doing what you do. Yeah. How's, how's event prep coming for you with the, the two minis? Did you have a lot you had to, to go over to get them ready? They are apart right now uh, going to the neighbor shop uh, down there at API. Kyle Lucas is going to put the new angle bars in the roll cage and that uh, to try to get uh, compliant to NTPA's new situations. I'd kind of forgotten about that change all you guys had to make. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, just a little time, nothing crazy. It's just kind of uh, one of those deals. For sure. For sure. Big, big setup changes for you with the minis other than, other than that, or you kind of continue with the program that you've sort of learned to master a bit. We're, uh, we're still learning, but, I'm not smart enough to make any changes yet because I uh, really haven't figured out why what works does. That's that's a fair thing. I, you know, I, I was curious going, you know, having 25 years experience with, with the supers and sitting way up high on top of them and having turbo power, how much of a transition it was for you, both in terms of driving fuel and, and tuning them up with going to a blower from a turbo as well. A lot different. Um trying to figure out where we can be. Uh, don't have a lot of extra money to hurt this as, uh, as easily. And uh, not that we hurt the super, it just does what it wants to do. This thing here kind of voids and licenses and then make that program working well to where it's about exactly what you said at all that. And you just, now I just got to learn how aggressive we can be and when to be and when not to be. Have you been able to tell a big difference between the two uh, when you drive them? I haven't. Um, we've had, it seems like every time we've uh, been on a good pass, we've had an ignition box fail. Uh, I think it's been on the track like 13 times and for six boxes to do that. I, there seemed uh, to be a stretch where guys were going through boxes a lot. Seems like either they work or they don't. I mean, it's if the guy goes through, like you say, a stretch of it, everybody I've talked to says it just can't really tell you why or what. And it's sure frustrating, though. Oh, absolutely. Because it's never a thing you can point a finger at and say, all right, I know why now. <coughs> yeah, not from your I'm not that smart. I mean, somebody out there has got to be able to fix these. But You would think. You'd think. How much of driving a mini is, in terms of making a run, is is premeditated, and how much is you actually being able to react? You ha you have to react, but I think a lot of it's more of the situation where 
kind of like a truck show and that. I mean, Adam Bauer and several others come up to me and told me, they said, you got to be, don't wait on it. Don't be slow. And uh, it just goes against the way we try to run our big tractor and that. I usually try to drive it out a ways and compared to the other guys. It's just, it's a lot of learning to do yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of a lot of instinct to unlearn from what you're used to. Yep, that too. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to push the throttle that fast. And that on the other one, it don't work and such. So, just like you say, is to unlearn bad habits or whatever as far as it goes for this. <laughs> you just uh, keep trying is all we can do. For sure. Do you see anything on the horizon for that class? Um, you know, what's is, is there any scuttlebutt about, you know, we saw everything with a two-wheel drive with the tires. Is there anything out there in the wind about what's going to happen with mini-rod tires? I haven't really heard anything. Um, I know a while back Nichols was talking of trying something. I've heard rumor that they're not going to do that yet, but I don't know one way or another. It's all just been rumors. Fair enough. Fair enough. As far as your, your engine program, who, who are you working with on the on the Hemis? Is it, are you with Sassy for all that? or? Uh, no, it's all come from Boyd and that. And, and, uh, it is. Okay. Shannon Lice has helped a long way here and uh, s- some stuff there that uh, uh, I bought a farm and that. We was trying to keep some costs down to as much of it ourselves as we can and that. And uh, so Shannon's been helping me some and still talk to him frequently and that. And he's, he's been good help in the background there to be going. And uh, Steve and Greg and Austin, they'll all text me once in a while, like after truck show. Uh, proud moment for see the deal do what it can do. For sure. I know at the end, you know, when they said they were getting out of it, they were still going to help with their, their existing customers, but you know, it's been, been a couple of years now. So I wasn't sure really still how involved those guys were being with things. So kind of, kind of glad to hear that they still got a little bit of a toe in the water about it. Yeah. Good people. For sure. Absolutely. agree. What's uh what's your summer look like after pullers championship? Is it uh, all many all the time? The super's coming out mix of both. Uh, the wife and I sat, he was talking a little bit earlier. It's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's one weekend there where, uh, I really kind of wanted to run love's deal. Um, we want to try to run all the points hooks with the super and we'd like to run the PL minis. Well, I told her, we'll just have to see how the minis are doing. Hopefully. If she's comfortable enough, things are going off, I can send a buddy with her to Love's Pole or vice versa, however it's working. Um, see if I get another friend to take the Super somewhere, and I go with the other mini to Wapakoneta or whatever. But uh, there's three events I'd like to be at in the same day, and it's going to be hard to do. That's that's a challenge. That's a challenge. I know you're persistent enough to find a way to, to make it all happen. You're not smart enough uh, to, to not try. Maybe it's more like it. <laughs> oh, you, you don't give yourself enough credit. You've been at this a long time. You know what to do. Are you going to Sullivan's poll, Jeff? 
I will not be. I would really like to, but uh, Dad started this business uh, 50 years ago here at our lawn and garden shop, and uh, we're having an open house. It's uh, We always do it that Mother's Day weekend coincides with uh, the family across the road of ours that has a greenhouse and that. So it's just uh, it's kind of a big event for the business, so we're just not going to be able to make it. Gotcha. I saw you've been advertising some stuff on Facebook about something you have coming up. So a celebration. Uh, are you planning on going to Farley? That's still up in the air. I'd kind of like to, but depends how farming's going and tractors and everything. Yep. Yeah, you need more shit to do, Hurt. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. Rust Hostel says, Jeff, what's more of a rush, the super or the mini rods? <clears throat> really depends on the pass. I mean, it's, it, it seems like a good pass on the mini is just, it's just comfortable. It's just fast and comfortable. Um, a real good fast pass on the big tractors, a little more exciting, but the mini's always close to the edge out of control, I guess. Yep. And that's why we want them at the Pullers Championship because the fans want to see them. They're it's they're awesome. They are awesome. So definitely a great class to watch. It is. It is be part of. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you got into it. We're seeing more and more guys get into it, obviously, and it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Well, I don't know if it made sense for you or not, Jeff, having a big super. We saw all the mod guys and the two-wheel drive guys get them, and you were very few tractor guys have one, right? What I would call a traditional tractor, if I will. A non well, I guess you're a spark plug guy, so yeah, it makes sense. So <laughs> Mike Stefan, Jeff, what do you do in your free time? Laugh out loud. So <laughs> Jeff, hey, Jeff, how old are, how old are your kids now? Um, Jeff? Lane will be 12. Um, Brett's 10, and Lily's going to be 6. Which one of them have that Jeff Hurt balls to the wall, what do whatever it takes mentality? My, my daughter. Your daughter. <laughs> awesome. Daughter. I'm just looking for the next generation of Hurt Puller. I'm getting excited for this, so. Oh, I'm getting excited for this. He's, uh, he has no fear. Well, Jeff, we have three guests coming on tonight. We just wanted to get you on for a quick hitter. Just thank you for coming to the Polar's Championship. Um, help us spread the good word about this event. The more people that come, the more people that buy the live stream, the bigger the purse will be for you, Jeff, and all of your fellow competitors. So um, we can't wait to see you. Just was super excited when we saw you get on the list, and uh, it's going to be a blast. You always put on a good show no matter what class you're in. I appreciate that, and uh, can't wait. It ought to be a lot of fun, and uh, hope all goes well and turns out to be a great event. Sounds good. Thank you, Jeff. Thank Have you. a good night, buddy. Hey, Thanks, wait. Sir. Before you, oh, Jeff, thanks, before you go. It. Hold on, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff. Jeff. Okay, hold one, on. One more question, and I've yeah. never asked this one of you, I don't think. If you could take any other vehicle from any class and pulling past or present, go pulling with it for a weekend, what would it be, where would you pull it, and why? Hmm. Probably would have been double stuff oh, at yeah. Toma. At where? Toma. Atta boy. 
I don't think anyone's ever said oh. double stuff before. I don't no, think, I so think that's the first you've heard double stuff. Yep. Yeah, I just uh, I think that thing, uh, got sold down the road too fast. Uh, they was getting close right there at the end, but it was a neat piece. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where's that all at now? All right, guys. What that? What was that, Jason? Where's that all, Jeff? Is any of it left? Any chassis or parts, or where's it all at? I don't know where the chassis went. I think uh, maybe Bargy got one of the motors, and uh, maybe Shoemaker the other. Gotcha. Not a hundred. Not a hundred percent sure. Good deal. Well, thanks, Jeff, for coming on. Yeah, we appreciate it, buddy. All we'll right, let guys. you go now. See you in a couple weeks. Perfect. Thanks. Yes, sir. Hey, buddy. Well, I wish his internet would have worked a little quicker, but you know, you know, we all we all know how that goes, right? So yeah. it happens. <clears throat> Sydney Summers. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you for coming on. Uh let's grow polling live. We are so excited to have you at the Polar's Championship in Nashville, Illinois, May 19th. What is that? What's what? Sorry. I was trying to get some video queued up with the limited pros, and I can't do two things at once, so I apologize, guys. So. You're better at that than I am, I'll tell you that. Well, I want to do better, and I want to have them all queued up ahead of time. They have these new formats now. You can lay them out. It's kind of cool, so we can do stuff like this, but it's all good. It's all good. Sydney, welcome to Let's Grow Pulling Life. You obviously are friends with all of us, and we enjoy you a lot, and you do a lot for the sport of pulling. You're famous on TikTok. You go to Kansas State. Let's talk about your life a little bit and tell us how excited you are to come compete with the I'm best of the best at the Polar's Championship. Yeah, I'm excited. I think I'm I think I'm finally starting to get a little nervous, but I'm ready. I'm hoping we start the season on a better foot than we did last year. That's for sure. What happened last year? Oh, well, we had the issues in the rear end from Cowtown, and so we couldn't go straight like the first few passes and couldn't figure out why. And then we were in Colorado and had some issues. So I think we ended the season on a really good note. So we're hoping to start it that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you have any questions for Sydney Summers, guys, please type them into the comments. Um, I just posted our Behind the Helmet interview on your timeline again tonight. I found it on YouTube looking for some videos of here. Um, what's you're big on social media. What's just remove yourself. Just pretend you're not a, uh, you're not a competitor at the Polar's championship. Are we doing a good job promoting this event to the fans out there on social media? Sydney, like, cause last year was year number one and it just takes time to build. What are you seeing? What are you hearing maybe from your friend or your, your circle of friends or polling friends or whatever? Yeah, no, I definitely think y'all are doing a good job. I mean, anytime I open any of my social media, it's always one of the first things I see, whether it's, Instagram, Facebook, even I think I've seen it some on TikTok. I mean, I, I know I have that app where I'm always going to see like pulling stuff first because that's what I'm always looking at. But the Polar Championship is always one of the first things I see or hear about, even if it's not coming directly from you guys. Like I know I just the other day saw a post from Dusty that he was all getting ready and I see other people posting about it too that's not just you specifically. Well, that's what makes it fun, fun. Sydney. The more the more the, all the pollers can talk about the event on social media 
with their friends, with their family, encourage them to watch the live stream if they can't be there in person, the higher the purse is for the pullers. And that's what, that's what makes this fun. They're, the sky really is the sky is the limit on this event, the way this is set up. And we're excited to be part of it. And I would say year one was pretty – it went well. We didn't get as big a crowd as we wanted. Um, we know last year at this time farmers weren't even putting crops in when the event started last year. And now we know they're, we're a lot farther ahead this year than we are. That year in the farming, you know, I've been checking with a lot of people and I know there's still people in Wisconsin and stuff that maybe aren't farming, but um, well, for I the most, most part. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I called my dad today and he was, he was busy. He was switching our planner over to beans already. And I know last year he hadn't even done that when I was done with all my finals. I helped him do that when I got home from school. So I know we're ahead, which is nice. <laughs> Some Blake Chance guy says, why didn't Sydney wear her new merch? I can block him from the chat, Sydney, if you want me to. should. No, it was actually, I didn't wear it because I was doing laundry today, and it was dirty because I wore it yesterday. Gotcha. <laughs> Shout out to Blake, luckiest man in the world. He gets to hang out with Sydney. So I know. You going to bring him to Nashville with you? No, unfortunately. His cousin is getting married that same weekend. So I'm missing the first like big wedding family event with his family to go pulling. So hopefully Who? they won't write me off. <laughs> yeah, we always have a saying, you're getting married during pulling season? What? Yeah. What? I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, I don't know why people get married in the summer. Our weekends aren't free in the summer. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Take us back. So the first time down the track on Colorblind, where was it at and how did it go? On Colorblind, my first time I was, I, must, I would have had to been 16. It was my sophomore, I think it was my junior year in high school. I pulled at Buckner, my hometown pull. I definitely had a lot of beginner's luck. It was a really pretty pass, which I've had a lot of rough, more rough ones since then. But I had beginner's luck. It was just an exhibition hook at the end. It was it was fun. I, I think Ryan, I think it was you that took a picture and you could see my helmet or my eyes on the start line and my eyes were like just so wide. Like I was so nervous, but it went. I, I think that might have been me. <laughs> if not, it was probably Mike. Yeah, I remember that picture was going around for like weeks after. Like my eyes were just so huge because I was so nervous, but it went well. Had some beginner's luck. It was just exhibition hook, but it was fun. Where's this one at? I can't, I can't tell. Is this Macon maybe? Yeah, that was Macon last year. <laughs> I, I touched the break in that pass because I thought I was going out of bounds and I wasn't. I was, see right there how you can kind of see the glare of the chalk line? I thought that yep. was out and it wasn't, but that was still a good pass. That was when we were finally getting it figured out this year. Your dad said your hand shook a little. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they still do. I still, before and after, I shake like crazy. The nerves still haven't stopped. Yep. No, and that makes sense. Yeah. It makes that a lot, happens, a lot of sense. That happened the very first time I pulled. That's my dad's favorite story to tell is when I got off the Oliver 2055, the first time I pulled, he was like, did you have fun? And I was like, yeah, dad, but my legs won't quit shaking. <laughs> and I I remember him telling that story, but I, I mean, that was 10 years ago now. I don't really remember it. No, that's a good story. I like that. I love watching you. I love watching you and your dad. Yeah. Oh, well, I called him today before when you texted me this morning and asked if I was good to do this. And I was like, Dad, I've never done this without you. What if they ask me questions I don't know and you're not there to answer? <laughs> he was like, you'll be fine. Even better. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
What do you, what does your dad know that you don't know, Sydney? Let's be real. A lot. Whatever. I have the knowledge of him. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, Sydney. That's funny. I see Who's he, the better? he wasn't sure if he was going to be able to, so that's good. Who's the better driver? <laughs> I think he's going to punch me for wins. saying it anyway. So. <laughs> I think that I'm he I don't know. I used to probably would say that like he's more ca cautious and I'm more like get after it. But this past year, I mean, he only got to drive like two or three times and he did very well the last few times he drove. That was the most politically correct answer I've heard in a long time. We're working on a new one for him slowly, so maybe he'll get back in the seat a little more soon. I heard it's a 17-engine modified tractor. He's going to pull with MSTPA. So. Yep. 17-engine. <laughs> Got a custom fun. unicorn fart injection system. <laughs> uh, Dad says, do as I say, not as I do. That's very true. Yep. That is very, very true. That is very, very true. If you're just joining us, and a lot of people have come on the show the last 10 minutes, um, talking with Sydney Summers, talking with some competitors that are getting competing at the Polar's Championships May 19th and 20th in Nashville, Illinois. Again, what makes this event unique, it's invite only. We took the top competitors from last year's points races, invited them to the show, and then they had until the end of the year to accept that. If they turned it down, then we filled their spot with a fan vote. So really have fan engagement. My dog's excited too for the Polish. As soon as I start talking about it, he starts barking. So, um, that's what makes it great. We you know, we said the sky's a, is the limit on the purse, trying to keep up with Mike Connie. He, he paid 10 grand to win uh, the Mac Trailer Winter Nationals last weekend. So what's cool also about this event, or not last weekend, about a month ago, we had Jeff Hurd on, who's our first guest, and Doug Meisinger is going to join us in a few minutes after we wrap up with Sydney. But we're going to do a point system, right, Yarn? So it's kind of like Bowling Green, lowest total wins for the two nights. Is that the deal? Yep. We just uh, combine your places for each night. So if you take a first and a third, you get four total points. And like golf, lowest score wins. Yep. So Journey is uh, uh, Sydney's dog back at home. Heard my dog bark and start growling at the house there. So it's weird. It's a good thing I'm not home. You'd be here now. Stop, Logan. Stop. <laughs> so, no. Really, 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 really excited to uh, to have you with us this year. Um, it's a great event. Have you, have you been to Nashville before to any of the any Holes Hours events? I pulled at Nashville my senior year of high school, and I got third out of 33. I missed second by a tenth of an inch. And oh. I still think about that tenth of an inch. That was the shootout weekend. <laughs> yep. Yes, it was. That was a, that was, that was a think, great class. I think still to this day, that was probably my best, my best pass I've made mm -hmm. on this tractor. Who did you come in? Who did you? Uh, who was uh, right in front of you? I know Justin won it, right? Wagler was in front of me. I don't remember who was second, honestly. It was definitely not Rhett Shorefighty. There's no no way in hell that that happened. So. Uh, I'm sure Dad knows, but I don't remember. Uh, if Morgan Schulte was watching, he he would tell us, and he'd he'd know the guy's middle name. John so. Meyer Jr. John Meyer. John. Would that have been? What year was that? COVID year. COVID yeah. 2020, yeah. 2020. Man, that really – there was some gigantic polls for numbers and crowds, remember, that year? Because mm -hmm. there was so few and far between. It's kind of like pulling in Europe. I saw that post this past weekend that, you know, that place was sold out. They just don't have a lot of big, big, big-time polls. And when they have them, they fill the stands. 
and they like to party more than we do. So it's like uh, it's like going to a nightclub in New York when you go to a pool in Europe. So they walk around handing out little pills, stay up till three in the morning. So I can't confirm that or deny it, but it's, I've heard those. I heard it's a good time. So yeah, I think I think COVID year we went to the most pools in a summer that we ever have. That was a busy summer. Sydney, what's the coolest thing your dad's ever done? Oh goodness! Give me some. Give us some Ken summer stories. You're putting me on the spot here. Let me think. Ken ate a lot of ice cream in Nashville that year. So we did. I think he bought that um, gas station literally out of ice cream bars <laughs> and pulled like filled our freezer in the hauler. Um, I don't know. He does a lot of cool stuff. You never know what he's gonna do. I'll be honest. That's fair. That's fair. If you have not met. Sydney's dad, he's a good dude. Very, <laughs> very good. with me. I mean, I kind of took it over. That's pretty cool that he lets me do that. I was going to kind of mention that. Yeah. I definitely think. <laughs> definitely think that. I don't know. Sid, how's the semester going? Good. I have three finals next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I'll be done. I'm ready to get that over with. But this has been, been my best semester yet. So good deal. And then you get to go put in anything you get to, are you getting the plant this year or no? Yeah, I actually, I was home last weekend because I went to pick up my new shirts and stuff. And dad was like, I'm ready for you to be home. We're going to put you in the planner. And he's, he's excited, which I've, would rather be home helping him than at school but <laughs> he says duh i put cowtown on for oh, you he did he did and then you guys called me out because i was too nervous to even pull and he put it on for me well that was and he was like it was like your farm stock class right yeah yeah, yeah. i've okay, always so. i've always get i always get so nervous and then i'm done and i'm like i don't know why i freak out but i still do that i like it i yeah. like it he's gonna um, Oh, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead, Sid. I was just going to say, he and um, Cole are doing the finishing touches on our um, tractor on Wednesday, hopefully to get it ready for Nashville. It's still in the trailer from that open house we went to in April, but they're going to unload it and get it finished up, hopefully. I, I hope you never lose that because the, the time you climb into that seat and you don't feel butterflies, it's time to hang it up and walk away. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or drive a mini rod, Sydney. <laughs> no, you, you guys know how I feel about this. That's terrifying. Fun to watch, but I don't think I could ever do it. Yep, for sure. Would the, would the answer to that question change if you knew that mom wasn't watching? Love you, mom. <laughs> She's already saying no. Honestly, <laughs> probably not. Maybe I don't know. I don't think so. They freak me out. Are they fun? They're to handful, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, the guy that was on before when he was talking about the two different driving the two different things, he said that the mini rod was the more comfortable thing to drive. I thought that was crazy. Kudos to him. I could never. <laughs> we'll, take you, we'll take you over and introduce you to Jeff. A lot yeah. of <laughs> Once you talk to Jeff for a couple of minutes, it'll all make sense. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I agree with you. When he said that, I thought that's that's not what I expected out of Yeah, Jeff. me neither. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> There's a handful of pullers that every announcer, every tech official um, knows what's going to about to happen in the next couple of minutes. And Jeff Hurt is one of those guys. Every photographer, every videographer, like you don't ever miss <laughs> ever. Jeff hurt going down the track and anything. So, cause you just, uh, he just, it's, it's awesome. 
That's awesome. Mark Olmer says, ah, they're easy to drive. Coming from the legend, Mark Olmer, who could drive a donkey. <laughs> so, yep. That's well, Sid, we just wanted to have you on for a quick 15, 20 minutes tonight um, and just talk about and, you know, show you to the world a little bit and say that you're coming to the Polish Championship. Roos, um, ask your question, and then I'm going to ask my question, and then we're going to go to my singer. So. Okay. All right, honey, you know the question. What would you drive? If you could take anything past or present and go pulling with it somewhere, what would you take? Where would you take it and why? Um, I would definitely say the farm show, National Farm Machinery Farm Show. Um, would love mm -hmm. to pull there. Um, I would definitely say a big pro. I think last time I answered, I said Steve Bailey's pro, um, just because grew up around him and Rotten Buck. first hauler from. I don't know if I had to pick a different one this time. Maybe maybe Waggler's new pro. It looks like he's finally getting it getting it figured out and doing good. So that'd probably be my answer this time. You know that when he sees this, he'll probably offer. Probably, probably. Are you ready for that? Uh, we'll wait. We till are. Dad, we'll wait till Dad gets his done, and I can drive that probe first before I get on someone else's. Fair enough, but you, but you, but the question is, you don't have to break. If you break it, it's no big deal. That's true. Yeah, you don't have to pay for it. Well, just, we'll just take it back and build a new motor and put it on the dyno for eight hundred years, and it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Sydney, your uncle Donald Reeves says mini rods are cake. I was breathing again within fifteen minutes. <laughs> no, see, that's what I'm talking about. No way, dude. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> Well played, sir. That was good. Donnie Reeve coming through. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, Sid, so my question I'm going to start asking everybody is, okay. if you could put one cartoon character on your tractor that most resembles your tractor and its attitude, what cartoon character would that be? Mm, that's a good question. Um, this came from last week. So. I'm not good with, like, cartoon characters, but probably something that's, like, bipolar. <laughs> uh, that would be um the Tasmanian devil. devil. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's my answer then. Nice, nice. <laughs> well, Sydney, thanks for coming on. Um, finish up your semester strong because somebody's gotta take over that family farm. You know what I mean? So oh yeah. And take right, keep everything. Keep gotta Thank keep grandpa happy. So. Thanks, Sydney. Take care. See ya. See ya, honey. Tell Blake we said hi. I will. We need walk-up music for our next guest. You know? <laughs> He's like, making faces in the green Like the <clears throat> Bulls Jordan thing? Yes. Duh, yes. <laughs> like when they dim the, the lights at the United yeah. Center? Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Wait, that's, not, Doug. that's not That's not Doug. He's not wearing his – he's not wearing flare hair. He's saving it until he comes we're, back. We're still in work clothes. He's saving okay. it. He's saving it for Nashville. Right. He's saving it. One for of Nashville. these days, you're going to show up to a poll, and every damn one of us is going to have one. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Jeanette, remind me to talk to you about that later. <laughs> I've talked to her, I've talked to her too about it like ten times, and I always forget. So, but it's all good. Mm. Here's your past Saturday night last year, Douglas. Yep. Yep. Yep, where we pedaled her a little. 
No, we we joked at the beginning of the show. Jeff Hurt was having some internet troubles coming on, and uh, we joked that a year ago nobody east of the Mississippi had heard of you, and now the whole world's heard of you. So that, that's pretty fun, Doug. Thank you for coming out last year and having a lot of fun, laying it to the boys a little bit. So yeah, that was, that was a blast. Um, thanks for sending that video the other day. Where is the tractor still? Like, is it still very naked? Oh yeah, is the motor's it? still on the engine stand. It's all the turbos are in boxes yet so we're not making any big major changes just some little little finicky things so it'll go together together pretty quick <clears throat> that's the bad part of the super you have them apart and together so many times it's you might do that in a weekend it ain't a big deal coming from the man that's the legend so it's all good yeah <laughs> Do you, do you start so finding the, yourself planning certain things? Like you'll, you'll brace things a certain way and kind of make it modular where like, all right, I can take off an entire, all the turbos come off at once. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're set up to with it to where we can just pull the turbos off or we can leave the turbos attached to the head and pull the head, the turbos, everything off. And like, if we just have to get to the, the liners or something, we can just pop everything off the top, the, the head, the turbos, everything will hang off to the side and we can drop new jugs in it and drop it back together just in a little bit of time. Yeah. You kind of think about that after you build a few of them. The, the first one we built, we just stuffed things where we could put them and did not make it very user friendly. So you get a little better at that as you go. Yeah. I imagine. I would imagine. There's a lot of things we'd like to do different with it, but we just don't have the room to do it. Meaning physical space under the hood. Yeah. 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 I mean, there is a limit. There are, there are some trackers out there where they've done the the 125% of stock, and there, there is a limit at which it starts looking a little silly. That the portions get, yeah. out, get out. Oh, yeah. Get out of control a little. Yeah. And we now, might Doug, be a you're, little bit. And Go yours ahead. is a little bit oversized as well, correct? That's not factory oh, no. one thousand. I didn't no, think. I didn't think it we're, was. We're way wider than what a G one thousand, but wider, taller, longer. It's that's what we had to be just to get under there. What we had. Yeah. Why'd you? Yours doesn't look wrong doing it. No, it doesn't. And that was part of the deal with that that chassis, the way that the roll cage and everything set forward. Um, we was trying to figure out what what kind of sheet metal we could put on it that it didn't look dorky and kind of went back to, well, Dad used to pull with the G1000 Vista back in the day and everything set forward on that tractor a little bit, so that's why we did this. Do you ever have one where the, the roll cage was back further or this is what just what you're used to? Yeah, the, the kryptonite chassis we set back over top of the axle on it. So, do you, do you have a preference as far as how each one feels? Um, you know, before I didn't, but now that I've gotten used to this, I would prefer to have a chassis with everything further forward. Um, basically, it just comes to a, a weight ratio deal. Um, yeah. any, anything you can get in front of that axle further forward is more front end weight. And this is something that we're struggle with in this class is enough run end weight. Yeah. 
And, but I mean, we're fortunate that our chassis is super light that we can put probably more weight up on the front end, except for maybe Esden and a couple other guys. How many different iterations I get? Well, I guess how many different pulling vehicles have you built for yourself to campaign? Um, two. Well, two and a half, I guess. One we've rebuilt several times. The old kryptonite. It was. Mm -hmm. It was a started off just a four sixty six, like your light limited pro, and then we went to a mild super stock, and then a four charger super with it, and then this deal here come about kind of a oh it was mark almer's idea we can blame him for that um there's I a lot of things in pulling that can be blamed oh, on yeah. him yep I, <laughs> most I like, of them pretty good things i like to use him as the fall guy um i have a brand new chassis and it's still sitting here um, we don't have it completely finished and we sold the uh old chassis to chris bates um we had parts and pieces and everything laying around, and this is the old high strong, which Mark Ulmer had, um, the D21 at that time. And no kidding. Mark's like, yeah, Mark's like, I've got a chassis. Do you got enough stuff to put it together? He said, let's build a tractor. Like, okay. So took my brother and I about three, three and a half months, and we put that thing together just on a kind of a whim. And then we kind of started having fun with it, and then we went, stupid with the motor and started experimenting doing a lot of things that people said wouldn't work um but seems to be working for us so we're we're having fun with it now the new the new chassis is still sitting there we're just still running this this old one that's been wrecked and rebuilt and bent and chopped on and still goes down the track pretty straight it's hard to argue with success yeah Yep. Yep. Doug, what power plant? Doug, what power plant do you run in Scrappy? What power plant? It's an international motor. Okay. Or international block. Yep. That's all they Mike's can really identify that's international, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yep. What was the what's been the biggest challenge to overcome with that particular tractor or that particular combo as it sits right now what did you fight with the most and how did you beat it um we had this idea on a motor program and turbo setup and when we did that we we literally just run out of fuel and we have struggled finding enough fuel for it then a few phone calls and a little bit of advice from a couple different pullers and running into some dead ends. We ended up at uh, one shop and they pretty much give us a monster pump and it loves it. And it's just when everything just fell together up until then, it just, you just constantly fought it. But it, when, when you get everything balanced, um, as far as the right amount of fuel for the amount of air and everything just gets happy and it all just starts falling together. Then, then we started finding some of our other weaknesses and bearings and what have you, but we remedied them problems and seems to be pretty healthy now. How long did you fight with, uh, with, with like the fueling and, and running out of fuel? About two years. That was, 
how do you keep how do you keep the mental let's keep moving forward i mean let's face it you guys are out in the middle of nowhere it's 10 hours for you or eight hours for you to make your closest hook or some crazy number i, I know you told me oh, one yeah. point. how do you how do you not just you know what screw this i could buy a boat and there might be a lake somewhere have you I seen any lakes in western kansas yes i know you're in western kansas i know you live in the desert there has to be at least one puddle that you could put a boat into you know but not, i mean not, you know you you know where within I'm going 100 miles but no i'll just just answer your question that's honestly the only thing i can say is we're just too dumb to know better we we just we know we can make this work. We just keep going until we figure it out. That's when you just don't. On um, behalf of all of us, we appreciate you being too dumb to know better. <laughs> because you know we've had a lot of fun over the years. All all of us have had a oh, lot yeah. of fun with you. And and I mean, I remember I remember when you were struggling, and I remember oh, thinking, yeah. why do they keep doing this? So oh, yeah. thank you for your dedication. That 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 was where I was going with this. Was thank you for your dedication to the sport. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. No, I mean, there was one summer we dedicated one whole year. Um, my turbo guy, Rodney Davidson, diesel performance engineering, we uh, pretty much just dedicated one year to just experimenting with turbos. We didn't do nothing to the motor. We left the motor totally okay. And we blew up more turbos that summer than I have in years. I mean, we'd put a set on, we'd blow them up put Mark Ulmer's loaner turbos back on, we'd go to the next pole, we'd get some of the other set up, we'd blow that up. Then we started getting figured out where we were wanting to go and how we were able to do what we're doing. And things just all kind of started falling together. Well, then we kind of just put that on steroids with this other motor and that's when we run out of fuel. So, yeah. But it, we blew up a lot of turbos. We got a lot of shrapnel laying around. Yeah, I imagine there's lots of coffee table uh, or uh, uh, um, paperweights. Oh, big, yeah. Big, heavy, and in your case, real big, heavy ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've, we've had one of them. We actually split the exhaust housing in five pieces in the center section. It was nowhere really to be found. It, it disintegrated it's pretty somewhere good. in orbit you mean oh yeah it's probably laying on the track somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah what track has traditionally been uh uh the kindest to you um i'd have to say rock valley but here's a video here's your video of your 411 foot pass there <laughs> yeah, that's. I shouldn't have backed out of it. I should have went up there and seen Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, are you running three or four turbos? That's a four charger setup. That's a four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We that's just, his wife, Jeanette. She's a professional ether sprayer. Yep. So um, <laughs> she has no feeling in her fingertips, nor does she yep. have fingerprints. <laughs> Ether has taken them all nope. away. Uh, On a hot summer day like that, uh, how much uh, how much uh, ether does that thing take to uh, get happy? 
Um, by the time we started in the pits and warm it up two, three times, um, it's miserable getting heat in it. Once we get some heat in it, it's not too bad, but we'll generally go through about a half a case. Wow. Just to get I've got two cans under the seat plus another big cat canister. Um, so I'll, I'll constantly be feeding it like right now with, with the big canister and and with the two cans that are on the button on the on the handle. Hmm. You know, I that's still remember. I still Sorry, remember right? that picture. I, that picture I took of uh, Jeanette with like six cans visible oh. at the <laughs> Iowa State Fair in 2020. She, I, I don't know if she hated that picture or if she really loved it, but I thought it was yeah. a really neat, a really neat shot, and and she wanted it. And, Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's actually better now than what it was. Um, I've made a few changes to the motor. And, uh, now that we have enough fuel, we can we can make it a little easier to get started and stay running. Um, the old setup, we we pretty much had to have just a constant fog of ether in it just to keep it running. Um, it, it's a lot better now than what it used to be. Now, when people uh, when when pullers say, especially diesel super uh drivers competitors when they say we need to build heat in the motor for those of us or those who are watching how much heat are we talking what temperature does that thing need to actually get to to where it'll actually sit and run on its own or will it never it, until it's at such high rpm that it wouldn't be anywhere anywhere near sudden, safe I to stand it's... near it I don't, I mean, it's, we run a dry block uh, and there's no water in the head. It's a billet head. So we don't really have no true temperature that mm -hmm. the engine we get to, like what you would say, the uh, water cooled motor. The only right. thing I really have for an indication is my oil temperature that we monitor. And when I see the engine oil temperature get up around 160 to 180 degrees, then there's enough heat in the engine that it'll kind of stay running on its own. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the poles it's it's just like a regular old farm tractor then it'll just sit there and idle and run just you can drive it wherever you want to at that point he just said a regular old farm tractor yeah that's that's <laughs> the funniest thing doug meisinger has ever said <laughs> it's just like a regular old g1000 yeah just, just makes just around then you know. yeah yeah mm. <laughs> Yeah, so my setup didn't work tonight. I was supposed to. I was going to try to get Schlaba in the back of the green room, Doug, and I was going oh, to have yeah. you talk off a little bit, say you're going to kick Bone Twister's ass again, and I was going to bring him on the screen, but <laughs> Travis wasn't able to come on tonight. We were going to have a little bit of fun. So, oh, well, we can fun. still have a little bit of fun. He just can't, you know. He just can't play back. True. I mean, well, we've never, you know, we've never Doug really heard any response as to whether he found all of his nuts or not. I, I that's guess exactly right. I'm, I. <laughs> It's it's fairly clear to me, Doug, that that Bootsy is still looking for his nuts. <laughs> he said after last year was I don't care if I gotta set that thing on kill, I'm gonna kick Scrappy's ass. It was so funny. It was so funny. I guess we'll just see who's got the more more kill, huh? Yep. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be oh, fun. Yeah. What Doug, what I like about the Polar's championship is getting all the diesel supers together, you know, in one spot, which is fun. And then for like the oh, yeah. fans, 
in that Southern Illinois area, they don't get to see a lot of big diesel supers like this or the big four engine mods or the super semis. We're really bringing a show to that, to that area that they normally don't get to see. That's why I think I love the location. Obviously we love Holzauer cause we'd be dead without him, but right. without his support, but it's just, it's just a, it's just fun. It's just fun to put on that kind of show for the fans. And like for you, Doug, you know, that, to, to, I guess really get some national recognition as one of the top diesel super stocks in the country. You know I mean? That that's fun for me. Cause you do live, you do, you live in the mountain time zone. I found that out today. <laughs> yeah, we truly do. I, I was going back. So Charles and I were going back and forth with when Jeff Hurt was coming on. Jeff's Eastern, we're central. Charles is Eastern. And then that's why I moved your time around like three times today. And then you said, which time zone? And I'm like, what is going on today? <laughs> so, got a lot of time zones. So. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, we're, Doug, we're, how many we're, times um, have you squared off against, you know, the, some of the NTPA Grand National competitors, you know, like Playgraves and, and Boots? Um, and... You know, Travis, he used to come to that some of the Outlaw shows years ago, and yep. we'd pull with him. A little bit back and forth then. Um, that was still pretty much back when it was the old gray mare. He never showed up once he painted it. Um, <laughs> then uh, uh, Blade Graves uh, run into them a little bit like in uh, Western Farmer Show in Kansas City. Pulled against them there a couple times. Um, that's about it. Uh, I missed the Outlaw Show in Texas down at White Wright uh, a few years ago and when they all showed up there, but hopefully this year we'll be able to make it. And hopefully those guys can come too. I know you did. You were at Rockwell the COVID year. Yep. Yes, we did. That was another yeah. year that we uh, popped a charger. Yep. 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 No, we sure did. Yep. Be cool to get you there again, but I think there's a, I believe there's a conflict with outlaws. I don't remember what. Yeah, show. it seems to be tough. There's, yeah. seems like there's always an outlaw show or vice versa on top of it. It's, yeah. It's, and it's one of those deals where going forward, we'll probably, we're, we won't go hit all the big circuits, but we'll probably make a sacrifice. Okay. This year we're going to try to go to Rockwell or this year we'll try to go to Toma or this year we'll try to go do this. Um, not not run a bunch of them but maybe just try to go hit one or two and uh, if the schedule works out that'd be cool have you ever made a pass in toma or bowling no. green no no i've drove through bowling green a lot of times but never been to a pole there doug we had a question earlier from russ dostal do you have a favorite place to pull and if so why um Honestly, for me, uh, Wisner is probably the favorite place. Um, even though the track may not always be the most favorable for us, um, we've had more wins in Rock Valley than we've had Wisner. Um, but Wisner is just one of them places that we we just hate to miss. Uh, there's a lot of times we've went to the pole in Wisner and tractors been sitting at home in pieces. We just we still go anyway. Just just the atmosphere and there's just no place like it, you know, where you're down there in the river and the trees and it's, you, you truly have to be there to experience it. It's pretty awesome. Doug Borth and I were talking today and he says it's too bad Bowling Green and Wisner are on top of each other. You know what I mean? 
for my yes. from that angle. Yes. I'll never forget it would be nice I'll... if they were separate because I think we could get some people to go to both of them if if they oh, yeah. uh, weren't on top of each other. I'll never forget the sales pitch that you guys that that you and Jeanette put on or 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 gave to uh, John Foreman and Ashley uh, on Friday night at the farm show when I ran into you yeah. guys. Right. Yeah. That was that was so cool to hear you talk about that candidly because i mean we say that you know as as media dorks because you know i mean we love it but yeah it's different it's it's different to hear it come from the come from the mouth of a competitor yeah. you know hearing hearing somebody say i made the trip and my tractor was in pieces at home yep because there's nowhere i there was nowhere i wanted to be more than you know spraying ether for some of my buddies and oh, yeah. camping there and you know having a blast with with my competitors whether i was competing with them or not yep. I, I promise just, you we've, we've done it more than once and that was and and sitting there listening to that was really really cool that was neat Thank to you. hear and Thank i you. wouldn't and it wouldn't surprise me if sometime down the road foreman and ashley came out oh that'd be awesome and I, I have no idea what John's got in the works. I know he's thinking, he keeps thinking and hinting about a new tractor. Um, I don't know if and when, but um, we might actually see them out, out this way. That might be, that, and that would be super fun. Yep. Yep. Now we so, just need to get Charles and some of your uh, crew here to Brent, some of these guys to make a trip out to Wisner some year. Mm hmm. Brent, you've never made it out, have you? It's never. Yeah, you usually go Bowling Green, green right? Yeah, well, that's I've, what I thought. I've got a double whammy because that is also the same weekend as my hometown fair. That's oh, yeah. right. You're in Armada that weekend on the yeah. bike. Yeah, that's. Yeah. It's just so tough. It's it's hard to find a weekend where there's not something going on. But that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. And I know but I do want to get out to an outlaw show and just to see it and see all you guys. I have yet to take in an outlaw program, so I want to do it. Yeah. No, it was cool. Like with the Jason's guys, um, I can't remember who was down in the pits with the camera there. If that was Doug Boyd Chandler. Chandler. That was Chandler. Doug can't it, move that fast. Morth can't move well, that fast. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> but it just kind of gives the people the idea of what, what it is like back there in the pits and the trees and that's probably one of the few poles that you go to and your tractor's actually in the shade you know yeah. yep and it's it's so nice back there to hang out i don't know if i love wisner as much as everybody else it's neat but sure is a hard on stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you you have a little heartburn about that and, and deservedly so i uh, you know, we i think everybody <laughs> understands why but when, when the, Doug, when the new tractor's done, I think I'm going to let you or Dad drive it there just those first couple times, just until we get the Wisner jinx out of it. So, yeah, not a problem. <laughs> I won't ever turn down a chance. Doug, Doug that also that also means that you're going to drive it every time it's on that east side track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason's just superstitious enough to do that. Yeah, oh. he hasn't seen if he had had a super this year. We never pulled on the east side of the track. We was on the west side both nights. Yeah. Yep. You were. Yeah, this is this is one of the nights. I'm, I I think this is Saturday night. Looks like because you guys pulled a little earlier on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But those those are the trees that Doug's talking about in the background. It's just awesome. 
Just a cool, cool yep. place. Doug Barth gave me a Doug Barth gave me a, a mad face. Oh, Doug. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, Boris. He must be pouting a little bit, huh? Yeah. No one with the, I believe, is it the Loop River or the Elkhorn River? Uh, it's right there just on the other side of those trees. I mean, and it's not no small stream. It's it's kind of cool, especially for somebody like us. We're out here in western Kansas. We never see any running water. Who, who's yet. so unused to seeing water? <laughs> Uh oh, Mr. Poltown Nuts checking in. Wisner sounds interesting, but I can't give up 2,100 campsites of drunk fun and 40,000 in the stands at Bowling Green. No, no, we understand. <laughs> we completely understand. So. Yep. Russ says Elkhorn River. So, Bill yep. has in camp says Elkhorn River. Yeah, that's how we get people commenting. We got to ask them what river's behind Wisner. So. Ron Stone says, big smoke shootouts, diesel super stocks, right, right, Texas, $5,000 up for grabs. Oh, white, right, and Rock Valley. Is that a little bit of a sweep yep. there, Doug? Yep. It's um, kind of come up with that idea is to try to get more guys to go and uh, with all the extra traveling and extra money um, to help pay for some fuel. Uh, so taking the finish from all four nights, uh, two in Rock Valley, two in uh, Y-Rate, and starts off the winter, pays down just on top of the outlaw purse. So it'll it'll be a pretty good payout for the guys that can make that sweep. Are you out. sponsoring that, Doug? Is High Plains sponsoring that? Yeah, I'm, I'm helping sponsor part of it, uh, Buckman Farms, uh, Extreme Performance, and uh, Jeremy Figenbaum. Um, with his trucking companies helping put in on that also. Nice. Oh, that's who that is. All right, now, okay. Do you know Jeremy? No, but I knew that there was a trucking company that was sponsoring it. Yep, he's a, I wasn't sure who it was. That was kind of him and Tyler's idea to kind of get something like this going because they were driving around talking, how do you get more tractors to go and kind of get a shootout yeah. going. So those two kind of got the wheels rolling and some of the rest of us jumped on board because we liked the idea. That's and cool. It would be kind of cool to get more polls maybe in the future tied in with it. Uh, some two day shows and maybe get the purse a little bigger as time goes on. I love it. Doug, I can't wait to see Scrappy back in Nashville, Illinois in 18 days. It's going to be awesome. Well, we're going to be working to get there. Yeah, please, please, please get there. We had you on the show. You can't let us down. So. <laughs> uh, well, the Mr. only thing Doug, we're missing right now is the injection pump. Weimer still has it. So soon, someday, hopefully, it's showing up here quickly. Jim, I have your cell phone number, and I will publish it on the Internet if uh, you don't get my <laughs> yeah. so. Ryan, are you going up to Rock Valley this year? Planning on it. All right, we're gonna talk. I would hope so. Yeah, I might be able to do that, Mr. Meisinger. I'd like you to respond to the comment that Doug Borth just left, please. I have no idea. I don't even know where the tractor's at. Yeah. I haven't. I've heard, but I don't know where it's at. 
Does Bork know where it is, or is he just playing? Is he playing? Is he playing coy? He's playing with my emotions. Thanks, oh, Doug. I I don't know. Is it still going to be a super, or is it going to be something else? I don't know. Hey, we got an ad for prostate cancer. That's good. It's got oh, the target that's, on that's the That's fantastic. I heard a rumor about its whereabouts a couple weeks ago that I handily denied because I don't want it to be true. Uh, yes, I heard that same rumor, and I yeah. And, and yeah, no. <laughs> but there, there's York. a few others showing up out here. If they can get enough parts, we'll hopefully see a couple of the others popping out. That'll be be nice having them back. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, Keith Haynes loves screaming demon too. Mark Olmers. So you think we're going to see that 1206 come back out? Or 1206 or 1456? What was it? That was Vasquez. Yeah. No, Vasquez. not Vasquez. Yeah. Vasquez and um, what's his name? Um, Scott Frankie. Frankie Scott Vasquez. Frankie. Yeah. Yep. No, I was talking about the one that um, uh, blew up in Wisner in, in Wisner? 2019. Yeah. It's actually back together in one piece. There's just some few little lines that they're making, some fuel lines and water lines. And Sweet. funny part is on that tractor, he actually was sick of it, took the hood, threw it out in the scrap iron pile. And uh, <laughs> some of the boys that worked for him one night when he was gone, drug it back into the shop and started hammering and beating on it. And, you look at it now, you would never know that that hood was as ugly as it was and blowed up like it was. It actually looks just like it did before. They they beat it back into submission. It actually looks pretty good. So it'll it'll be back out this year. I'm hoping we'll see, see it, uh, with uh, Ravenna weekend. So if I get to see those boys, would you do me a favor? Um, introduce me. I'd like to oh, buy yeah. those boys a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Doug, that's a big yeah. deal because Roos is a tight ass. So for him to buy a beer, that's legit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I well, love it doesn't it. matter because I'm going to steal it out of your fridge anyway. So whatever. Right, it's going to be fine. So <laughs> it's going to be fine. I love it. Oh, I love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. No. Doug, what's one thing about you that that uh, uh, pullers probably don't know? Fun, uh, one of those fun fact kind of moments. Got any really? any oddball hobbies? Aside from the art of throwing away money and lighting it on fire with it with a pulling tractor every weekend. No, um, other than like to fly airplanes, that's one thing we like to do. That's a cool hobby. Yeah. Yeah, I keep thinking about how nice and fast of an airplane I could have if I didn't have a pulling tractor. You could have an airplane that would break the sound barrier, I'd imagine. <laughs> It'd probably be close, but uh -huh. that they might have to wait. Uh-oh. Uh then the other thing I'd about rather... tonight, we're, we're ranch people, too. We run uh, brood mares and studs. Um, that's what we was doing this last weekend, was turning out some brood mares with, to have babies. So that's kind of the ranch part of the deal. So these are working horses. These aren't like, you're not like breeding derby contenders and stuff like that. Um, no, um, they'll be performance type horses, like for the barrel racing and rope horses and 
Okay. There are a few of them that if somebody wanted to, I mean, they're, they could go back to the track with them, but we usually typically don't breed them early enough uh, to get them there. Alan Omer wants to pull against you, Doug. <laughs> I, I'm you okay. You do a little approach match somewhere. That'd be fun. I honestly don't. As long as it's a five, you know, if we're running cubic inch against cubic inch, I don't care. Let's go pull. Yep. I mean, we, we see it in the, in the egg light super class. Um, just take Almer's two tractors, both of them very, very capable, very decent running tractors. They're both 504 cubic inch. It can be either one of them any night. And it's, it's just heads up. And that's in today's world. I think we could do that if the cubic inch was all on the same playing field. So like when Ross jumps up against what's the cubic inch on those big V8s and stuff like that? Is that what, like, what are those? 650. And a diesel super is 540, right? Yeah. I don't know what cubic inch Ross runs. If they're 540 if they're bigger, but um, I do know from just being around the alcohol tractors that I know, a lot of the V8s are not pushing out what they are capable of. I don't think they can hold it. You know, they're they're kind of toned back to where they can actually get it hooked up. I've heard that. They, they get them, you know, some better tires on them and get to where they can actually use what they can make. Then it'll be a whole different ball game. That's just my opinion. I often wonder if the guys with those if they would if their development would have stuck with trying to make the efi and electronic ignition work where you could have some power ramps down track if they wouldn't have been able to show their potential a little bit too it was just sticking with yeah. it and getting the development done yeah and that you know you, you could go into the common rail and the diesels and everything but with what it costs today um and with with everything you can do just like what you're talking about with the the power bands and how you can control that that takes the driver out of it in my opinion and in this way it's it's kind of a, still a driver's game yeah. when you're dealing with a full mechanical configuration no i don't disagree with that sentiment one bit i've i've, I've often advocated from that angle um over the years so I, I do agree with that and you're right you're spot on with the development of it you know you're talking about a system you might be able to sell to four guys on the entire planet. It's not like, hey, here's this new Duramax injector, and we can sell 10,000 of them. Oh, yeah. It's, it's and to think that it's going to be cheaper, it's it's not. But to, to get somebody to make an electronic injector that will be capable of the multi-injection and deliver the same amount of fuel that we're delivering now, yeah, um, you're going to be spending an astronomical amount of money just on one injector. You take that time six or eight. Right. It'll, it'll make our fuel systems that we're running now look cheap. And yep. we're, we're dealing with that just in in our business side of things. Um, just like for some of the, the Cummins injectors for a common rail 15-liter motor. You know, they're anywhere from eleven to $1,400. That's just a stock injector. That's not even nothing fancy. Yep. So what does high-planes performance, high performance typically work on? You're, um, not all mostly, pulling, you're not all pulling motors, right? 
No, it's like your over-the-road truck engines, uh, big diesel motors. Uh, we're an engine rebuild shop and a machine shop, so we recondition blocks and uh, do a lot of machine work. That's what I was doing tonight before I came in here. I was just finishing a block that needs to get off the machine. Good deal. Well, Doug, we're excited to have you at the Polar's Championships in a couple weeks. Thank you for all that you do. and. Thanks for making it fun. Thanks for giving us a storyline, Doug. It makes it fun. We love it. Absolutely oh, love yeah. talking about old Scrappy and your undefeated season. So it was a good yeah, 2022 was, was a good one. That was probably just more luck than anything. Hey, take it. Take it and smile. Oh, yeah. That's right. Take it and smile. Well, thanks for coming on tonight, Doug. Oh, Ryan, ask your question. Yeah, let's go pulling somewhere. What would you take, uh, past or present? Where would you pull with it and why? Honestly, I would probably have to take Dan Taylor's 2-180 white. Just because we, we want to see the pretty girls in the check-in booth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. We've never had that one either, guys. That's two tonight. <laughs> That's two tonight. That's fun. Parker up in a registration booth with the girls. Turn Where would you pull it? Where would you pull it? Really don't know. Some place we haven't been yet. Really don't know. Have to probably think I'll about that a little bit. On, I'll come back to you on that. Yeah. Doug, what cartoon character most resembles your tractor? Well, it's Scrappy. Scrappy Doo. Yeah. Of... Scrappy Doo. Yeah. We that was an easy hold, one. We kind of have to hold him back a little bit, grab him by the by the collar and tone him down some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Doug, thanks for coming on tonight. Tell Jeanette hi, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Okay, buddy? You bet. See you. Thank you, sir. Hey, buddy. Thanks, Thank you. you. Thanks, guys. Well, things went well tonight, except for Jeff Hurt's internet. Otherwise, I, I thought we had a good show, guys. Yeah. They cooperated eventually. He said he reset it. He said he reset his router. So, yep. Okay. Um, Meisinger has so many layers. Every time we we sit down and talk to him and interview him, we learn just a little bit more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very, 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 very smart man. So, mm -hmm. before I forget, we, the Beer Money Pulling Team, are going to be in Columbus, Texas, this Friday and Saturday for Zychek's hometown pull, Thunder by the River, Texas Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. It's our first live stream ever, guys. So, for those of you that are looking for something to do this Friday night or Saturday night, beermoneypolling.tv. So then, then this weekend, we have that. And next week, we can go to Hansel Sullivan Memorial Pole for that. And then we'll drop everything off at Nashville, Illinois. And then we'll hang out with uh, all of you guys for a couple of days. It's going to be a good time. So, But the live stream for the Pullers Championship, just go to thepullerschampionship.com. And then all the information's on there. Zolik is doing all that with his team. Does an awesome job. So awesome job. I just want to give a shout out to uh, – Doug and Ron and Mackenzie and Chandler are loading up in the motorhome heading south on Wednesday. So, and the, I think the weather, it's going to be a lot warmer where they're going. Columbus, Texas is a long ways from home. So, mm -hmm. try getting Cole Sidecheck to come on the night. But Cole's like, Jason, I would rather poke a, what do you say? I'd rather poke a fork, some pitchfork in my eyes and come on and be on live on anything on the internet. So, well, Cole, we don't want that. That'd be bad. So, uh, the key to the key to getting an interview with Cole is to catch him off guard. 
Yeah, have him win Louisville. <laughs> well, yeah, he knew he had to talk then. And he yep. had Dave interviewing him. But I got a good interview out of him one night. Uh, I think it was back in 2019 at Wisner. And he was just, he was staged in the trees. And I was live on Facebook on, I think, Tractor Zoom. And uh, I just kind of walked over to him and, and BSed with him for three, four minutes and had him tell me a little bit about the truck and yada, yada, yada. And he did fine. You just got to catch him off guard because if he thinks about it, that's when he psychs himself out. True. And that's how and most people are. Hey, yeah, you're right. And there's no good reason for it. It's just, you know, our, we get inside our own heads. Um, holy crap. What? I just got a text from uh, from Krieger. Gosh, that, that makes me sound an awful lot like Dave. Uh, Gordon Lightfoot just died. Hmm. Yep, I saw that on my Facebook uh, feed. Wow. I'm going to have to listen to the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, all 39 minutes of it <laughs> before bed. <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot wasn't a tractor puller, was he? Nope. No. He wrote song. He was a folk singer from the seventies and and eighties, and wrote some great music. I don't think that comment from Ron Stone was about Gordon Lightfoot. By the way, Ron, you had Gordon Lightfoot at the shop in Columbus. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you, please tell me you did an acoustic set. Oh, Stone, you're awesome. I hope you got that live on Facebook. So, oh Man, yeah, Ron, Ron loves. Sundown, great tune. Yeah. Oh, did. one of my favorites. I've never heard of Gordon Lightfoot in my life. I'll have to check that out. So what is oh my I've never heard of the record of the Edmund Fitzgerald? Yeah, but I didn't know who sang it. Yes. Yeah, that was him. Yep. He was a Canadian, yeah. he was a Canadian folk singer. He he made some amazing music. So I want to thank again Prescription Tillage Technology for stepping up and being the title sponsor of the Pullers Championship. Mm -hmm. Chaos Fabrication, one of our class sponsors, Lutz Agency as well. For all their support, of course, Mr. Holzauer. And then we picked, who was our newest sponsor today? Did you say Whirly came in? Yep, Whirly Custom Fabrication um, hopped on as a <clears throat> sponsor, as well awesome. as last week, uh, we also had Cat Bros Motorsports. So thank you, Pete. Pete! That a boy, Pete. Awesome. Yeah, Pete. Pete's a great Talked guy. Pete not, not long ago. He's doing well. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So next Monday, Charles' daughter has a band concert. No so problem. I need, I need you to run quarterback. Did you say you had a fair board meeting? You know what? I was speed reading that when you posted that while I was at work. So I thought it was for tonight. So my board meeting is done. I'm good to go next week. Okay, cool. Um, let's try to line up two or three, you know, pullers again. I don't know if who else did you – I want to get uh, – shoot, I forgot. The, the kid with shark bait. Um, Justin Justin Warren. Warren. Yeah, we yeah. need to get him on. Brent, I called Charles this morning, and I just said, hey – we need to get some guests on that really move the needle. Like I watched your post, you know, when you posted on Brent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Sydney always moved the needle. Doug always moved the needle. Shark Bait always moves the needle. Hurt always moves the needle. I want to get those big, big names that people really react to on social media and get them on the show to help promote it. So if you if you guys can reach out to some people and let me know yeah. who we can get on. These mm -hmm. nice 15, 20-minute segments like this, these work well. So to get people on. I'll bet we can get, uh, I'll bet we can get Ryan Anderson on. I'll yeah, write it up. Get three people. Let me know. Use our chat. So, but I know Jesse Warren would be Sharkbait always that truck. He's that's another one of those vehicles, kind of like Jeff Hurt. Like 
the tech official always gets a fire signature close by, and the announcer's like, "All right, here we go." <laughs> he's he's a neat guy too. He's one of those one of those guys where you want to talk about someone in, in the industry who's doing stuff that no one else is doing. He definitely mm-hmm. fits that bill. Yes, I've never got to see him run. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, it's a it's something else, especially when it goes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I've got to see the diesels in dark corners, Brent. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool that when uh, we have almost half the class is non-Cummins. We have four non-Cummins in that class. I'm That's a fan outstanding. Of that doesn't happen very often. So no. That's going to be uh, – I'm excited for that class. I always put on a good show. and I'm excited to see Jaden Littman pull. It'll be your first time in competition. So that'll be <clears throat> kind of another just like headliners. Uh, Lindsey Campbell will be the first time outdoors in a mini rod. So it's going to be a lot of be some debut stuff, which is good. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we still have, we're still waiting on a couple stragglers here to get registered. Um, but we should have most classes, all the classes besides more than likely semis and potentially mods will be, uh, not full uh semis and those guys are still waiting on parts those i swear they're the ones that have the hardest time getting getting a hold of things but there's a lot of people interested it's just yeah parts becoming an issue but i think if all things work out we should have eight or nine in the class that's awesome so take it we just uh got to keep our fingers crossed and then mods um we should probably i think we'll have at least nine i'm hoping that we can fill all 10. Awesome. It's awesome. awesome. But I just want to, I want to always do this, run down all of our list of sponsors because without them, it's literally not possible. And the very first person we need to thank is Brad Holzauer. Because without that, honestly, without him, it's impossible to do this. <clears throat> uh, Yeah, I guess Sullivan's would be a decent one too. Cause that makes sense, event. Charles. Yeah. Because yeah. then we can talk about yeah. Hansel. Borth, if you're still watching, get a hold of Donnie and let's set that up. So, so yeah, just we, can li- we can listen to Papaw Wayne for hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's smart, Brent. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Brent. Gonna run down the sponsorship here. Um, so, 618 Motorsports, um, Acela Raceware, Egg Protect One, Agri Max, Egg Venture, Waymire Seed, Apex Turbo. Beer Money Pulling Team, Big St. Charles Motorsports, Built Diesel Mafia, Cat Bros Motorsports, Some Pico Lubricants, Chaos Fabrication, Corsa Data Acquisitions, uh, DeKalb Asgro Seeds, Jonathan Schneider, Eli List, Fair Valley Performance, Farm Credit Illinois, Gateway Seed, Esden Bartling, uh, GMR Motorsports, Hooked Up Pulling Productions, HD Specialties, Heritage Iron Magazine, Holzauer Auto and Motorsports Group, Holzauer Pro Motorsports, Hurricane Specialized, Miley Machine and Fabrication, Joe Bush Egg Repair, Kawasaki Parts Warehouse, Kuzak Family, Lutz Agency, Modern Machine and Tool, SRMD Solutions, Prescription Tillage Technology, uh, Pro Polar Tires, Salem Bean Performance, Schultz Mortgage Team, St. Charles Harley-Davidson, Super Clean, The Track of Holes Hours, and Whirly Custom Fabrication. I think we got one more I know of that I think is coming as well. Yeah, we. I know there's definitely a couple more coming. Um, I know Carrie, uh, who works for Brad, she's got a couple that are lined up um, that she's finishing up with. So <clears throat> we still have a 
I would say probably four or five. I would think that potentially are still going to be coming on here yet. Um, I know I've been talking to a couple of them that are still interested. They just haven't decided. And same with Doug Orth. He's been talking to a couple. So it's been a good year, honestly, for us with getting a sponsorship. And um, we kind of set out for to have a goal. Um, we're close to the goal. We're not 100% there yet. But uh, we're, we're still trying here with a couple of weeks left to go. And it's, yeah, 18, 19 days. What is it? 18 days? Yeah, 18 yeah. days. But that's when the vet is, but that doesn't mean it's the end of our commitment to you as a sponsor. I mean, that, yep. that continues right on through the remainder of the year, you know? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's uh, it's coming quick. And, again, it's May 19th and 20th at the track at Holes Hours in Nashville, Illinois. Start p.m. is 6 p.m. both nights. Um, the gates do open at noon. Uh, I know we had a couple of people ask about that. Uh, so, yes, you can come early. Uh, we encourage it. Definitely get out there and talk to the pullers and just kind of hang around. And uh, we have plenty of vendors this year. Uh, we'll have the JCs doing food uh, like they do every year. Uh, we have the same truck that did uh, that was on the pit side last year, um, the food truck there. Uh, we have a taco truck. We have ice cream. And I don't even remember everything that we have. But there's a few more vendors this year, um, some more choices. Again, we will be selling adult beverages on site as well um twenty dollars a night and that twenty dollars also gets you into uh the pit area uh camping is first come first serve it is primitive camping please just reach out to us beforehand if you can uh, just so we have an idea of how many people are going to be there um just so we have enough room for all the haulers and we'll try to get all the campers in um, that want to go um the Raminator monster truck will be on display as well. Yep. Um, we have a kids zone again this year with a bounce house. Still trying to work out a potential kitty tractor pole, a pedal pole. Um, we're still trying to figure out details for that. Um, but again, the bounce house, that was kind of a hot thing last year for the kids. Um, and we are going to try to hook the Raminator to the sled as well. Uh, so that is definitely in the works. Uh, so we're going to give it a shot. <clears throat> um and what else? Uh, live stream is $25 a night. If you're just going to buy a single session or it's $40 for the weekend, uh, you can find that on our website, thepolarschampionship.com. Uh, click on the live stream tab. Uh, if you want to find all the information, it's on there under the event info tab. Uh, if you want to find the polars that are going to be competing at the event, click on the polars tab, and then you can go through all the different classes. Um Still taking vendors. If you want to set up and sell your merchandise or parts or whatever you want to do, display anything, um, you can do that as well. I know we have Brian Cruz, who's going to be there uh, selling farm toys and pulling replicas and things like that. Um, so if you uh, want to do do something like that, just uh, click on that vendors tab there and fill out the form and send it to us. Uh, you can also just reach out to us ahead of time um, just so that we are aware and oh and then we're gonna be for jerry um we're gonna be pulling the number or drawing the numbers for super farms and four-wheel drive trucks i think i'm gonna do that tomorrow and then either or wednesday one of the two and then either wednesday or thursday we're gonna do i think mini rods and another class i'm not sure oh super stock diesel trucks i think i was gonna do 
And then Jerry, just for the diesel supers, we're still waiting on potentially one. Well, we have one more person. It's just whether it's going to be who um, we're waiting on a, somebody currently. So hoping to have that answered by the next couple of days. Thank you, Yarn, for all you do, sir, for this event. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. So it feels like you have three jobs. <laughs> feels like it some days too. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I, did I miss anything? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, oh, also hotels. Um, they are definitely starting to fill up near, like the closer. So Pickneyville and like Oakville, and uh, don't look at the one in Nashville. That one's full. Uh, Sparta. Um, like those hotels, they're, they're starting to fill up. Uh, so if you want to get to the closer hotels, definitely book them now. Um, otherwise you will be in Mount Vernon. Um, Mount Vernon has like 12 hotels itself. Uh, but the closer ones are, uh, starting to fill up pretty quick. So definitely do that. And then if we do fill up with camping, um, you can go just South of Nashville, just a couple of miles. And there's a state park there that has camping available. So. You can, or if you just want to in general, um, you can camp there as well. Or you can, or you can call Esden Bartling and tell him your name is Esden Lane, and he might let you on. No guarantees, but I want to get everybody named Esden in one picture down there. So, or you can stay in the La Hacienda La Camper with Z Adam Wilson. <laughs> Look for his big, sexy white Ford truck. Um, oh, and then uh, if anybody wants to know the polling order for each night, uh, you can click under the event tab or the event info tab. Uh, you can find um, the polling order for each night. It's more than likely set. Um, Saturday night might change depending on what we find out from the night before. Um, but it should be... A lineup tab, Brent? No. Nope. That's where you can oh. go and find the lineups currently. Okay. So if you click on there, we've already drawn two. Yep. Two of them, and you can. Oh, Esden's got first hook. That's perfect. Yeah, he's first hook on, or he's last hook on Friday night, and first hook on Saturday night. Perfect. 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 Um, and then yeah, t-shirts. Those will be for sale again. Uh, we'll have those designs here posted once we get the final approval on them. And the other thing, too, is uh, we want to thank John and Christy with the PPL uh, for running our event. It's going to definitely streamline things a lot more this year. Um, there are changes to the facility as well. Um, there is a concrete pad poured on was it the west side of the like warehouse building. They call it Jeremy's building. Uh, so pullers will be coming around the backside of the big white white shed and scaling there and having their hitch heights or the drawbar measured there and then they'll be staging all the way down um the was it the north side of the track so right in front of the 618 motorsport shop so it's going to free up that whole area and it'll be a lot easier to leave a lane open this year too for um, rigs that want to get out on saturday night after they're done pulling so things should be a little bit less chaotic than it was last year and then again having them do it who work with each other all summer long it's going to definitely improve a lot of things with logistics wise and hopefully speed up our show and 
get it under that four hour mark. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Did Randy Overton get back to you today at all, Charles? Uh, no, he did not. So I'll pursue him for next week. Okay. We could have Van and Patty, but they have to drive into town and sit on top of the hill for internet. So <laughs> we don't want to do that to them. Yep. We've done that to them before in the past. So, um, yeah, if you're a puller and you're watching, please share anything you can about the Pullers Championship live stream. Be in our attendance. Fans, same thing. Um, we're doing this for the pullers uh, to, you know, have one of the largest purses out there. And um, it's a great way to start off the season and celebrate our champions and our top performers from last year, as well as the people that you want to see there. Yep. So. And this year, the Friday Night Champions also get a $500 bonus from Lutz Agency. So just another added benefit to the Polars this year. And uh, Super Clean is doing the same thing as um, last year, handing out samplers to all the competitors and then uh, putting together a winner's package with, I think there's like five or six different products uh, from Super Clean with like a floor absorbent and a degreaser and all sorts of stuff like that. So um that will also be a part of it. Trophies have been made. Paul did make those again this year. Uh, so there'll also be a trophy as well as big checks. Brad loves big checks. So we're going to. So does Happy Gilmore. Yep. So we're uh, <clears throat> going to be doing that again. And yeah, hopefully we can have a good good payout. Um, the more people that purchase live stream, more people that attend. It's just the sky's the limit. Yep. Maybe uh, I. Like we set out to do, we want this to be the largest purse in pulling history. We've and we've run the projections. Like it's not, it's not impossible. It's yeah. not crazy. I mean, we get the size of, I mean, Hutch. Even those numbers. I mean, Hutch is a big event, but it's not even close to being the biggest event in the country. No. And those numbers can. I mean, the numbers for the payout is, it's impressive. So ginormous. Now, if we get the size of Toma or Bowling Green, oh geez, we're talking million dollar payouts. So yeah, yes, or for the purse, that's how it should be. But that's another show. So, yeah. well, mortgage kicked my butt today, guys. I want to go to bed. So thank <laughs> you to Jeff Hurt, thank you to Sydney Summers, thank you to Doug Meisinger, thank you to Charles Brent and Roos and his kitty cats for joining us here tonight on Let's Grow Pulling Live. That's actually um, mine that's yelling in the background currently. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy, we're going to do that show on purse history after uh, after the Pullers Championship. So Jeremy sent me some interesting facts that got on pulloff.com. So that's going to be a whole separate show. So Yeah, uh, that's an interesting thread. That's yeah. For sure. That's why when people say they don't like full pull bets, I go, come on, guys, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, all right. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for watching. Listen to us on iTunes and Spotify if you don't catch us live. Again, thanks, Jeff, Sydney, Doug, Charles, Ryan, Brent. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for watching. Yep. See you guys. See, See ya. ya.